locked into HBCU Pulse, the number one outlet for HBCU students. Lance, what's good with you, bro? What's good, CDK? You straight, bro? Man, what's going on with you, man? How was your new year? Yeah, new year was great. I had a good time, man. What about you? I had a good time, man. Enjoying my family for the holidays. Actually, New Year's, I ain't, I ain't go home. I was just here in Greensboro, but I went back home for Christmas yeah, and too. things like that. Yeah, I was in Greensboro, too, man. Next year, we're going to go up. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, because we said this last year. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. we are right now. But... Blessings in 2021 to you and your family and everything that you have going on because you have a lot of great things going on. But today we're going to celebrate your Founders Day right here on HBCU Post. It gets to know a little about a little bit about you Sir. and your organization as well. So kicking it off, man, I want to ask you, why did you want to become a member of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated? Yeah, bro, that that's a great question. So uh, the answer to that question has a lot of context. So if you don't know me, I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Illinois. And I'm like right next to Indiana, which is where the fraternity was founded. Um, me personally, I've had a lot of negative racist experiences in Indiana because I've been there a lot. It's, um, you know, it's, it's not the best place for black people. So when you think about a fraternity that was founded for the collegiate education of black men in 1911 in Indiana, I, it's just like, you know, unfathomable to me how tough you have to be to be able to be in those types of times, um, rooting for black people, rooting for black excellence. So I think I saw that courage and I saw that in myself. Uh, I really did. I see that as a reflection of me and I see that as a reflection of the people that I'm in the fraternity with. And not only that, I'm in the fraternity with some of the coolest people I know. Like it's nothing but super cool, chill dudes in this frat. I absolutely love it. So being from the Midwest, what kind of took you to being on the East Coast, uh, going to North Carolina A&T? What kind of made you make that decision? Yeah, so that decision, it, it really, um, I knew that I wanted to go to HBCU and I knew that I wanted to do engineering. I studied computer engineering. So literally what I did, I typed into Google, best engineering HBCU. <laughs> and <laughs> North Carolina A&T popped up. I had never even been to North Carolina, bro. Like this was my, my first time going to North Carolina was actually my tour of North Carolina A&T. So that was, that, that just goes to show, like, A&T is super tough. It, it, it just attracts people from all over. You do a Google search, best engineer at HBCU, A&T's right at the top. Now, I know you very well. You came to A&T when I came to A&T back in 2017. Yeah. Right? So how do you feel like our HBCU has changed, in your opinion, over the time of 2017 to now, even before COVID, because I feel like there's a little bit of differences. Well, not even a little bit, a lot of bit of differences yeah, yeah. at our HBCU right now. For sure, bro. It, so I would say back in 2017, I feel as though a lot of people were a, li a little bit less concerned about the way that they look. Um, everybody at ANT, at least as far as I knew, we were just there to have a good time. Like we was just trying to turn up, have, have like, you know, make new friends, have a good time. Um, now, you know, especially with COVID, like I'm not sure what even campus looks like right now. I, I haven't met a single <laughs> freshman, I don't think. Like, I don't I don't really know. And I do feel bad about that because I want to, I want to live my last years on campus of, uh, you know, just knowing about what's going on on campus, but you know, COVID and everything. So I'm really, I'm not worried. I'm just curious as to what the culture at ANT is gonna end up like after COVID ends, after everybody's back on campus, you know, because I got my, uh, sense of A&T from the, from, you know, NCAT, what, what was that? 18? 18, 18, yeah, 18. Yeah, <laughs> NCAT 18, NCAT 19. 
that was kind of like the people that gave me what ANT was. But I don't feel like I'm doing that with the freshmen right now because I don't even really know them for real. Me either. You know, I'll be hands on the campus. So I'll be trying to figure out like, dang, like where the vibes going to be at. But I mean, hopefully yeah. when we come back and be alumni, those vibes are still there. Um, because exactly, I've talked to a lot. Sure. Yeah, definitely. So the well, next thing I want to ask you is how does, um, what's some things that separate Alpha New from every other chapter that cap Alpha Psi? Yeah, so Alpha New is a very unique chapter because Alpha New is, Alpha New is the chapter of Cap Alpha Psi that is, it's on the campus of the largest HBCU in the nation. So naturally our numbers are really big. And sometimes, you know, we'll be traveling and everything. And it's like, man, y'all are all one line or like y'all are all one chapter. But man, that has been, those numbers have been like our greatest strength, really. I mean, anything that needs to get done is gonna get done. You know, Alpha Nu means business. And we really we really put our best foot forward when it comes to delegating numbers to do to get things done. So you said Alpha New means business. So that leads right into the next point. So what are some opportunities that you had? Maybe it's been business, maybe it's been being in the right place at the right time that yeah. you've been presented with since becoming a member on um, the spring nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I could I could go right off the bat and say just recently I met a new his name is uh, Philippe. He works at Google as a product manager. And that's the, you know, that's the job that I want to do. I want to be a product manager at a tech company. I reached out to him on LinkedIn. I'm like, yo, Nuke, like, what's good? I'm just trying to like, you know, I'm just trying to learn from you for real. And he really took me under his wing. Like he did interview prep with me. He did all types of stuff to get me prepared for um, for this upcoming internship that I'm about to do with Microsoft. So like, it's it's really like super dope. Any type of help that you want, you're gonna get it. Speaking of internships, let's go back a little bit. Tell us about your journey at AT as far as preparing for po life post graduation, because I know that's something that's very serious and very stressful um, as you get later on in your college career. Um, so, what is that looking like for you um, as of now? Yeah, so as of right now, I'm kind of um, my history. So, I'm a computer engineering student. That means my major is a mix of electrical engineering and computer science. Where I wanna head right now is more of the management part where I understand I could hold conversations with engineering about how to develop uh, hardware and software products, but I also right. want to have conversations with marketing, um, the legal team, uh, business, like all types of de design, all types of different teams, and actually get to know uh, the holistic part because I, I eventually want to get into entrepreneurship. That's good. Getting this entrepreneurship, that's really seemed like it's been the way for our generation. Um, we create yeah, our own man. jobs. <laughs> man, we as black people, we're not gonna get we're not gonna get to where we want to get until we own more. And the only way we can own more is to start more. HBCU life versus PWI life, as far as Greek life, is there a culture shift? And if it is, why some of those things like that? Yeah. So one thing I can say right off the bat. Uh, PWI Greek life by default has to be way tighter than HBCU Greek life. And I say this because black people are a minority at PWIs. So naturally when they have, you know, a few D9 organizations at their school, they know, you know, they know each other extremely well. They're always hanging out and everything. Whereas at an HBCU, you you see us hanging out with each other and everything, but it's not like you only see the Greeks hanging out with each other. The Greeks hang out with everybody on campus because everybody has that same um, affinity toward black culture and Divine Nine is just a part of black culture. So I will say that um, when when it comes to actually getting to know the people that, like, like noops at PWIs versus the noops that come from HBCUs, 
I will say another big difference is also uh, the size of the chapters. PWIs typically have smaller chapters. HBCUs have much larger chapters, but it's all love at the end of the day. Like, don't, ma don't no matter where you're from, if you cross new, I'm cool with you. <laughs> All right, now one, well, okay, so are there any chapters that you guys are kind of close with that y'all partner with as far as like community service or, um, I know the triad, you know what I'm saying? Y'all have a lot of schools close near to y'all, yeah, like Winston yeah. and stuff like that, but are there any schools outside of um, North Carolina that or chapters that y'all really partner with? Yeah, so um, me personally, I would say outside of North Carolina, we have like individual relationships. So my individual relationships, I'm real cool with the nukes over at Beta Epsilon, uh, University of Pittsburgh. Um, I actually had, a co-op with Apple in Pittsburgh and it was like right when COVID started I had I was alone living in Pittsburgh it was actually a real scary moment for me because I was moving into a new city when the pandemic had just started like Trump just shut down the city like the day before but bro the noobs at University of Pittsburgh they showed me around Pittsburgh they they showed me um you know they we went shopping grocery shopping they helped me with my groceries they helped me move my stuff in like it was all love bro and then also uh, beta chapter at the University of Illinois. Uh, I'd be, I be chilling with them a little bit. They had a ball with the Deltas there. It was a really good time that I went to this year. Not this year, 2020. But uh, yeah, we just be having a good time wherever we go. Sometimes you said this year, it reminds me like, sometimes like, but we're really in 2021. I felt yeah, like, we're in 2021, 2021 right now. <laughs> 2020 was literally just like around the corner. I've been looking at 2019 like, yo, like it's really yeah, about to 2020 be like- 2020 went by like, Hey, some people say that was the worst year of their life. I don't feel like that, though. So moving into 2021, um, community service projects, even though we still are in COVID, what are some of the plans that you guys have for um, this upcoming school year um, and just in the community in general? Yo, CDK, we did community service today. Alpha New did community service today. Like, that's that's one that's thing that I really love about Alpha New, man. Like, we're not going to stop doing service. Uh, of course, we want to put the safety of our brothers at the forefront. We want to make sure everybody is practicing healthy, um, healthy mannerisms, but we, we're not going to stop community service because that's the entire essence of what we want to do, what, what we want to leave um, after we leave Greensboro. You know, while I'm here in Greensboro, I want to positively impact whoever I approach, especially when I'm wearing my letters. So community service, we're gonna have that on lock in 2021. We're gonna really try to, um, especially focus in on collaborating with other Greek organizations with community service. It's, it's especially hard with COVID and everything, but anything is possible. Collaborating with other Greek organizations. Now I wanna hear your take on um, Greek unity. Um, I've seen yeah. a lot of Twitter things like that and everybody has their own opinions, but as far as your own personal experience, what, are your, what is your take on that, um, on some things as far as things that can be improved upon or um, things that you kind of like about Greek unity? If you know me, like anybody that knows me knows I'm not one of those noops that, you know, be talking about like other chapters or other organizations and, and everything. Like I'm really, if you are D9 period, you know, I rock with you. I will say that there's a lot of, one thing that can, can be improved about divine nine unity is that there's a lot of tribalism that goes on. Like some people, it's like, oh, you cross Kappa, I cross this, you know, automatically we should be, you know, we should have animosity or anything or something. But I don't really agree with that. You know, if, you, if you're doing your thing, if you're doing well, I'm gonna automatically give you the respect that you deserve. You talked about a story a little bit earlier, um, kind mm -hmm. of about how you, when you felt alone, you had some people kind of come to your aid as far as helping get groceries and things like that. I'm um, in a new yeah. city that you were not familiar with. So I want you to walk me through another experience in your life where you were, where you really seen the brotherhood that Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated provides. That's a good one because 
it's a lot of instances where I really had to lean on my brothers. Um, but I will say, even just like coming from coming from the air. Okay, so it, prime example. It was this one time I was coming from somewhere in Texas. I forgot where it was, but uh, I landed in the Raleigh airport. And if you know, if, if you know, like I usually fly with Southwest. So well, before COVID, at least I flew with Southwest. So they only go to Raleigh. And what what was supposed to happen? My uh, my little sister was supposed to pick me up. But plans change, you know, things like fall through or whatever. And I'm like, yo, I'm about to be like stuck with a $90 Uber from Raleigh to Greensboro. And so like I was I was kind of biting my nails at that. And lo and behold, one of my LBs took that trek all the way to the Raleigh Durham airport and said, yo, no problem. Um, saving me all that money. That's what I could think of off the top of my head. But it's so many other instances that I'm just like. I don't even know where I would be right now. Like, I don't even know where I would be without my LBs especially. But yeah, the brotherhood is real. So for the people that don't know, Greensboro to Raleigh is like an hour and a half trip. So that's about yeah. to go back and forth. So that's really a troop for real. Like, it's not around the corner. That's a troop. <laughs> it is a troop. I've been in those situations before as far as flying out of Greensboro. You don't really get that opportunity. So that's one thing. Oh, yeah, and like that this. Uber is OD. <laughs> $90, bro. <laughs> you, you, it was yeah. 90 It was 90 bro. <laughs> What's some advice that you would give to somebody that's um, looking to express interest in your organization? If you are interested in joining the fraternity, try to express your interest in person. Try to express it like, or, or at least over the phone or something, you know what I'm saying? Like when, when you want to show somebody you want to join their Greek organization, it that takes a lot of respect and you want to be in the most respectful environment uh, when, you're, when you're making that exchange. So I will say, try to get them in person. Uh, now it's especially hard during COVID, but if if I was anybody listening who's interested in joining the fraternity, I definitely would try to get a phone number and make a phone call or like a personal connection. Try to get a personal connection, not cold DMing somebody. Now, is there anything else that you want to say about Al the Alpha New Chapter about your fraternity in general? Um, right here on HBCU Post, as we highlight y'all for this J Bob season. Yeah, man, I just want to say Alpha New is home of the most down to earth. But down to earth, but they have a right to be very prideful dudes. Like I'm talking some of the best people that I've met. Um, and I'm, I'm not talking about Alpha Nu right now that's on campus. I'm talking about Alpha Nu like all the way back, all the way back to the 70s. Like <laughs> um, I, I know I know a lot of noobs that came through Alpha Nu and they're all doing really great things in the world. And I'm really proud to be a part of this chapter. Shout out to Lance, man. Thank you for coming up here. And I'm glad that you were able to collaborate with us um, to celebrate today. So uh, I appreciate you, bro. Um, we'll see you on camp, maybe, possibly. <laughs> <next> hopefully. <laughs> uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully. There we go. I'm going to hit you up later on, bro. Appreciate you.